Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, welcome to Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. And yes, we are back. It is week four in the NFL. And Fantasy Fever is coming back to you, brought to you by DMV Sports Network. Where you can find a barrage of podcasts to listen to. And number one of all, you can find The Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. You can also find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh. Or you can check out my material as well as other material at DMV underscore sports I'm sorry DMV underscore SN another great week in the NFL lots of good football lots of trends that you can see maybe you can see maybe you noticed it again lots of great football Dallas looked great in the second half after they woke up a little bit. Miami actually played fairly decent, even though they lost 31-6. Probably the game of the weekend, Kansas City and Baltimore. Another great game. Those uh, those evening games were actually really good, too. So um, who would have known? That Cam Newton's backup is actually better than Cam Newton. I'm gonna say it here. You could uh, you could go ahead and drop Cam Newton to your waiver wires if you need a position on your bench. Looks like he's gonna be down with a Liz Frank injury until further notice. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater actually looked pretty decent. Uh, went back and looked at a couple of things, and with that, he had a lot of safe throws. So, if you're hurting for a quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, and not gonna forget Daniel Jones with the game-winning run. He just he just played really really well for the uh, New York Football Giants. So they they think they found their quarterback. It ain't Eli anymore. But um, those are three quarterbacks that you can uh, be safe picking up and be happy with picking up. Mason Rudolph, however, looked very, very pedestrian. Uh, Funny stat, he only had two passes down the field, past the line. Not, not, Not down the field, but two passes past the line of the scrimmage which is insane. He, he threw like 17 passes, and, he, and two of them went past the line of scrimmage, which is, is tough for your court, your starting quarterback. You want your quarterback to be able to get the ball downfield, push the ball downfield, and, and open it up a little bit, and this helps your running game out a lot. And with the Pittsburgh Steelers, James Conner, he, he, he just doesn't look the same. Well, it's partly because teams don't have to fear uh, Mason Rudolph. I mean, if he only has two passes going past the line of scrimmage, they don't have to fear him. So they'll load up the box and, and say, 
Come at me. Come at me. Throw throw the ball. You you've proven to us that you can't do it, so let's go. Chicago's defense looked pretty unstoppable on Monday Night Football. In fact, I lost the game to Chicago's defense. I was up a significant amount, and then last night happened, or Monday night happened. Um, Cleveland still hadn't figured out they need to attempt to run the ball or attempt to set up passing plays or something. Other than this offense that they have going on, they need a bye week. They need a bye week. So if you drafted Baker Mayfield, I know you're pretty unhappy right now. He just doesn't look too good. And honestly, uh, with their schedule, he he may not look good at the beginning of the season until, you know. I mean, they, they got a murder's row lined up right now. They got at the Ravens, at the 49ers, Seahawks coming into Cleveland, at the Patriots, at the Broncos, versus the Bills. And then it starts loosening up a little bit. Steelers, Dolphins, Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals. I mean, they still can make the playoffs or do something for you, but uh, they have a they have a tough schedule for them. They have a really, really, really tough schedule. So I mean, if you if you drafted May- Baker Mayfield or you were high on OBJ, um, I was really high on Jarvis Landry. I thought he would be able to do something, but they just haven't really passed the ball around, and they've really struggled a lot. Um, with getting some kind of offense started. And I think they'll sneak a game in between that murderer's row. Uh, murderer's row. I think they'll, they'll possibly sneak 49ers or the Seahawks. But uh, maybe the Broncos at, at Denver and, um, in November. But it's just tough. They have a tough setup going and they're not going to quite find themselves until later on in the season so that sucks for them um if you're like me you have a couple of your teams that are looking pretty rough 0-3 and it's just things are looking bleak things are looking sad but uh, you can't panic. This isn't the time to panic. Uh, like I say, I will say this once again. I'm like the Bill Belichick of fan- fantasy football. I like to get value. And this is the time when you're 0-3 and 1-2 and for you to get value. Um, if you have a big name player that may, maybe like a Nick Chubb, maybe try to sell high on that. Uh, David Johnson, sell high. Uh, I'll have to come up with a list. And I'll, I'll, I'll bring that out next week, just a list of your sell highs. And maybe you can get some good value off of them. That way you can kind of turn your season around. But this is, de- this is definitely the time. And throw out some trades. Throw out some trades. Because this, this is the biggest way you can turn your season around. Throw out some trades and and live on the waiver wire. I'll give you a couple players that you should be looking at on the waiver wire. 
later on here. And that way you can kind of help turn your team around. Because uh, if you like me, you, you got to figure some things out. 0-3 is a rough start. 1-2, and two, eh, not too bad. You got to win somewhere in there, but not that bad. Like I've always, I've, I've, I've always said, September football is football where teams are finding themselves and teams will be totally different in October and November. So don't worry. If you have that star player on your team, and he, Aaron Rodgers, if you have Aaron Rodgers, he just hasn't looked great yet. He hasn't got into this new offense. But once he gets into this new offense, he's going to look exactly how you think Aaron Rodgers should look. So do not, do not go crazy about Aaron Rodgers right now. He will be okay. For all of my 0-3s and 1-2 people, Trust the process. Trust the process. So how do you trust the process? It starts right here. Doing your research, listening to me, Marcus Hemingway, and also the waiver wire. So for this week's wavy pickups, I got a couple of players that you may have seen had a pretty good week this week and a couple players that I've been keeping an eye on for a while so uh, of course we start with um, Wayne Gallman for those of you who know Saquon Barkley went down with a high ankle sprain it's going to be out probably four to eight weeks um so Wayne Gallman is his backup. Now he's definitely not Saquon Barkley, but however, with Daniel Jones in the game and him being a threat running and throwing, um, I think that will definitely free up some lanes for Wayne Gallman to run, run in. Unlike the last couple years when Wayne Gallman has gotten some burn and teams would just load the box because Eli Manning wasn't great. The offensive line isn't great and everything else. But Wayne Gallman would be a really good pickup for a running back needy team. Also, if you are struggling, if you lost Saquon Barkley, Wayne Gallman is going to be a good pickup for you. With Wayne, he, he can he can he can get some burn. He got some soft hands, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So he'll 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 do well. He'll be a good little safety jacket for Daniel Jones in his in any times of need. Um, second on my list is Philip Dorsett. So crazy stat for Philip Dorsett. He's had 14 targets and. He's caught 13 of them this year. Now, he's not his 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 playing time is going up because in a post Antonio Brown world, he's playing 92% of the snaps. Um, and with Julian Edelman hurting a little bit, um, Philip Dorsett is going to be even more valuable for Tom Brady. And the best thing about Dorsett Tom Brady trusts him. And we all know what happens when Tom Brady 
has trust in one of his receivers, he will go to him a lot and often. So just keep in mind, he's Philip Dorsett has caught 13 passes out of 14 targets, and that's that is pretty darn good. He has three touchdowns this year. When he when he plays, he gets open. He play, he runs hard. So I, I like I actually like Philip Dorsett a lot. I recommend you getting him on your roster if you can. Um, he's going to get a lot of burn in the next couple weeks because uh, this Patriots offense isn't. Even though their defense looks great, the offense still doesn't quite have an identity. Um, they uh, they don't have a true running game right now. Then that's a lot of that is because of the offensive line being so um, changing every week and players going down. And it's just that offensive line is going to continue to struggle right now because of the fact that the players are in and out of the of the line. So. Um, the running game isn't great right now, so you may you may be able to get some value out of um, Sony Michel. Something to think about. Um, next on my wavy pickups list, I got a couple suspended players. Um, I recommend I recommend getting your suspended players this week because next week they're going to be hard to get. So if you can roll the dice, if you have a if you if you, if you can afford the roster spot, go ahead and use that roster spot to pick up like a Chris Herndon for the New York Jets, um, Golden Tate for the New York Giants, and Ben Watson for the New England Patriots. Uh, tight end Ben Watson, he was suspended for four, four games. Uh, this is his last week of suspension. He'll be back in the building next week. I think uh, he's going to be a big lift to their offensive line. And he will also he can he can catch some passes. Um, I mean, for fantasy purposes, I think Ben. I'll have to see first. I mean, you just never know what they have in store with the Patriots. Uh, but maybe Ben Watson has been working, and he's he's done well the past couple of years. And you know, he's he's played for Tom and he's played for Drew Brees. So in a time of need, Ben Watson is a really good player, especially in the red zone. Uh, Chris Herndon, tight end, extremely good tight end. And Sam if when Sam when Sam, when Sam Darnold gets back, hopefully week five they're looking at. Uh, they're gonna reevaluate next Monday to see if his the swelling in his spleen has gone, his enlarged spleen has gone down. If he's playing and Chris Herndon is playing, uh, Herndon and Jamison Crowder is probably gonna be his two favorite targets. So um, Chris Herndon would be a good tight end if you lost like a David Njoku or you're if you or you drafted Trey Burden and he's continuing not to uh, do well in that offense. So I like Chris Herndon a lot in this spot. I've always throughout the whole season I've been keeping an eye on him. He's been on my watch list because of the fact that he's suspended for four games, and I know people wouldn't be thinking about them because the Jets would be in their current predicament. The Jets are actually a decent team. They just caught a, got a couple tough breaks, especially with Sam Darnold going down. Their defense is excellent. Um, so I think uh, this Jets team would start trending upward 
later in the season, especially once they get Sam Darnold back in. Le'Veon Bell have his wheels under him, so he'll get rolling here soon. Schedule ease up on him a little bit, so they'll have a chance to show what they can do. Um, another receiver is Golden Tate. Um, with Golden Tate, he's also suspended for four games. He's going to help that offense out a lot especially with the young quarterback, Daniel Jones. He'll help that team out a lot. So they'll have Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, and once Saquon Barkley get back, they'll have him as well. So that team is going to be fairly offensively good. So we'll see what we get out of the New York Giants. This one is a bit confusing to me, um, but he actually played fairly well for the Kansas City Chiefs this past week. Daryl Williams. uh, Everybody was probably looking for Darwin Thompson to do well, but it was actually Daryl Williams, the guy behind Darwin Thompson, to get more carries with um, Damian, Damian Williams out for the... Kansas City Chiefs and LaShawn McCoy ankle hurting. But uh, Darryl played fairly well. He had nine carries for 62 yards. And he also caught five passes out of the backfield for 47 yards, which is pretty darn good for a running back playing his first game. So uh, the biggest thing with Darwin Thompson is he struggles with the pass blocking protection schemes, which is extremely important for your $200 million quarterback that you have. Um, so you probably will see more Daryl Williams in the backfield in the absence of Damian Williams. So if you need, if you're running back needy this week, Wayne Gallman and Daryl Williams will be your pickups of the week. Uh, and last but not least, um, I got. The tight ends for the Cleveland Browns. Again, if you're tight end needy. Ricky Seals Jones, you may remember him from Arizona Cardinals last year. He's actually like the nephew of Eric Dickerson or something like that. And uh, he's a solid tight end. I'm not sure why Arizona let him go, but apparently they were going in a different direction. So I, I, I get it. I get why they let him go. But uh, with David Njoku out with the broken wrist, Ricky Seals-Jones is... Demetrius Harris is the actual starter, but it seems as if Ricky Seals-Jones has better hands. So he's been seeing a lot more... He saw a lot more targets in that game than Demetrius Harris. So I would look into if you're again, if you're needy at the tight end position, look at Ricky Sills Jones. He's a serviceable tight end. It's a big guy and and he's done well at that position. So they both had two targets. However, Ricky Sills target he caught was a um, 14 yard reception and Demetrius Harris was one reception for two yards, but he caught a touchdown. So who knows what they're doing with that? Uh, it's, a, it's something to keep an eye on to see who kind of breaks out in front in that particular tight end pairing. Although I don't necessarily recommend either one, but if you're desperate, you're desperate. 
Uh, with the Browns offense, like I said in the opener here, um, they got a tough schedule. So and and they're they're still trying to find themselves right now. So just something to look at. That's gonna be my wavy pickups of the week. Is it finally time to eat yet? Oh man, I'm hungry. My fantasy teams are hungry. We're 0-3, 1-2. I'm getting hungry and hungry every week. So what do I have this week for week four? Week four, week four. What can we do to improve? Well, you can start by starting these next five players that I'm going to give to you here. First off, we have... My main man, Jared Goff. Now, he doesn't play great on the road, but he plays really well at home. And this week, they are at home with the East Coast team coming in. And you know how that usually goes with East Coast teams to West Coast or West Coast teams to the East Coast. It's usually not that great. And this week, they have the... Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I'm not really high on after last week's loss when I actually picked them to win. So I think that Jared Goff is going to come in and play very extremely well this week. Uh, Cooper Cup has really been doing well this year. To me, he's always been a really great player for that team and for Jared Goff. He's the probably the most important player on that team, Cooper Cup. But I think the Rams will get the running game going early with Ty Gurley, and then they'll start airing the ball out. Look for Jared Goff to come out with a 320-yard game and three touchdowns. At the running back position, I really like Marlon Mack. The uh, Indianapolis Colts are playing the Oakland Raiders this week. And, you know, if, if you've watched the Oakland Raiders, they aren't that good. They got shredded last week in the in the running game. And with Marlon Mack, he's uh, he's been playing well. Uh, they gave up 211 yards rushing last week to the Minnesota Vikings. Granted, they have Dalvin Cook and and, and running in that Gary Kubiak system, but um, they have Marlon Mack this week as well as the backup guy. Uh, I want to say his name is Hines, Naheem Hines. He's a really quietly good running, good spell running back for. Marlon Mack, who's been playing really well at about five, five and a half yards per carry right now. So I think um, that Marlon Mack will come out and have a pretty darn good day. 110 yards and two touchdowns. I like I like two touchdowns. I like Marlon Mack to have an excellent week this week. And maybe they try to get him some uh, sitting time if the game's out of hand. In the third or fourth quarter, I think they'll try to get him some time on the bench to kind of rest up a little bit because he's been getting a lot of carries and he's been doing well with the carries, but he's been getting a lot of carries and that can that can beat up a, a back sometimes, um, running back sometimes. So, um, like I said, I really like Marlon Mack this week. That's probably my 
all-star player of the week, even though I have five of them that I like. I really like Marlon Mack at the running back position. Um, one guy I've been really high on since week seeing him play in week one at the wide receiver position is Terry McLaurin. Um, now, they're the Washington Redskins are probably going to lose that game. They're going to lose a lot of games this week or this year. I'm sorry. But Terry McLaurin has played outstanding each and every game. He's a, he's actually scored each game, which is unheard of by a rookie. And against the Chicago Bears, he had six receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown late. So that's 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 excellent for a rookie wide receiver. And this week they have the New York Football Giants, which is a really good matchup for him. So if they can get the quarterback some time, I think Terry McLaurin will come out and and have another great day. I'm going to go with seven receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown for Terry McLaurin. At the tight end position, I really, really like Delaney Walker this week going against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons again. Uh, I think I tweeted the other day, just can't catch a break. They, uh, their safety, Keanu Neal, is actually out for the season with the torn Achilles. And that's that's great for Delaney Walker. Uh, it's usually who they who uh, tight ends will match up with, either a linebacker or a safety. And with Keanu Neal out for the season, I think he will have an outstanding day against the Atlanta Falcons, which will, I think that will actually be a decent game to watch if you if you actually watch the games. A lot of people don't even watch the games. They just put players in their lineup and say, hey, you get them. But um, it should be a really good game to watch. Tennessee at at Atlanta, which uh, both teams are one and two, definitely need a win. Atlanta, more so than anything, needs a win. So go with Delaney Walker against that Atlanta secondary. And the fact that Marcus Mariota doesn't really want to throw to anybody else should say it all. So Delaney Walker. And at the defensive position, this one was tough. Every matchup is tough. Um, you would think that I would go with the easy matchup with the Chargers traveling to Miami. But here's a spoiler alert. I actually like Miami to win that game against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are banged up. They're not playing great football right now. They can't catch a break. The best break they had was today when uh, a news came, a news report came out that Gordon could come back at uh, as early as tomorrow, could report to the team as early as tomorrow, which is going to be great for them. Now that line is minus 15 and a half for that game. The Chargers will not, will not cover that spread, I don't think. Uh, yes, I'm going to go with the Chargers straight up to um, – I'm sorry, not the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Dolphins straight up to win that game. They played extremely hard last week against the Dallas Cowboys in the first half, and then the Cowboys woke up. The Chargers aren't that type of team. I think they'll come out very lethargic, expecting that they're, they're going to get a win this year. So 
I think that the Chargers will lose this game. They're definitely not going to cover that line, even if they don't lose. So that's that's the defense you'd expect me to pick against a, a team in the NFL this year. But I'm not going to go with that defense this week. I really like the Texas Texans defense, Houston Texans defense. And they're going to be going against who do you think they're going against? Their defense is actually excellent. But um, Kyle Allen and the Carolina Panthers, Kyle Allen get, is getting a lot of hype right now. And everybody's high on him and all the other young quarterbacks who got their first start last weekend. Everybody's high on those quarterbacks. However, Houston is a very sophisticated, very good defense so I think they will frustrate Kyle Allen and they'll actually um, make him look very pedestrian again and have the Panthers starting to think about making Cam Newton heal up faster. So I really do like the Carolina um I'm sorry, I like the Houston Texans defense against the Carolina Panthers and Kyle Allen. I don't think he'll have another day like he did last week against the Arizona Cardinals. Two totally different defenses and and two totally different personnel groups. So J.J. Watt's going to have a day. Can't wait to see that. And those are going to be my Feed Me 5 picks of the week. Another very, very good meal to feed on and some very good picks to try to boost my team out of it. My teams, I got multiple teams. It's 0 and 3 and 1 and 2. I got multiples. It's, these picks are going to help me boost some of my teams out of this hole that, that I've dug myself into. But like I said, I don't panic in September. September is September, different football and going forward, starting next week. Alright, so that's going to wrap up this week's pod. Um, I'm usually trying to keep these under 40 minutes and around 35 minutes. Sometimes I go get a little long-winded. I think I got a little long-winded last week. It was around 53 two minutes or something like that maybe I'm not 100% sure what it was but um, if it's something you want me to talk more of uh, definitely hit me on Twitter or or post in the comments on wherever you consume your podcast at just let me know and I'll try to get uh, more, more of the information that you want to hear out there I'm definitely just kind of giving these waiver wire pickups and, and injury reports and and um, suggestions of players that you want to start each week, and that's just it's just the way I look. I I I want to go by things. If you definitely though, if you have any suggestions, if you want to hear more of something else, just let me know, and I can throw it in there, and and we can get more information out there for you guys. Hopefully, um, you guys are doing a lot better than my fantasy football teams are doing this week or this year. And uh, maybe you can give me some tips on who I need to start. So, again, you can always find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore MH. On Sundays, I usually do a start on a good 
30, 20 minutes of stardom and sit'em. So if you need any kind of assistance or advice with that on Sundays, make sure you um, follow me on Twitter or wherever you want to or whatever you want to do. Check me out. And I will. I give a lot of advice on Sundays. Hell, I even, I, I give it throughout the week too. Um, there's a couple guys who who asked me about like who should I start. I think it was Frank Gore or somebody else, and they started uh, somebody else. And I told them last week was Frank Gore was my number one guy to have an extremely good week of football and he had just that I think it was like 16 carries for 76 yards and a game winning touchdown which is really good for ageless Frank Gore and I think Marlon Mack is going to be my player this week that's going to blow up so if you ask me who should I start Marlon Mack or somebody else uh Marlon Mack um And that's going to wrap up this week's Fantasy Fever. Please follow me at hey underscore underscore mh on Twitter. And I will see you guys next week. Enjoy football this week. Bye-bye.